Seven Days to Play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week it was my turn, and I chose Funky Restaurant. In fact, we had two weeks to play, so boy, was I glad I chose a really deep, deep dive into a strategy that's real deep game that we could really sink our teeth into. Super deep game of shooting a pie slash hamburger slash cupcake slash spaghetti two <laughs> slots highly realistic funky <laughs> restaurant is a 2019 game from the digital melody a small but prolific game studio from poland uh they have cranked out about 20 games to date including a previous seven days to play selection diggerman john diggerman diggerman yep um i think their most famous game is timberman or Timberman. Oh, Steve uh, Timberman. Mm, oh, yeah, his brother. Mm, nope. Adopted brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they specialize in your your fun pick-up-and-play arcade games, uh, mostly focusing like visual style rather than super deep gameplay. Yeah, so mainly in it for the quick pick-up-and-play action, which I felt like Diggerman had. I think mm. Diggerman, we both generally enjoyed it because of the the simple yet strategic nature of that game. Yeah, memory serves, you had to dig, but then the deeper you got, boulders would then fall into the hole that you created and you need to outrun them and then avoid spikes and right. things like that. There were different levels in which the, the gameplay kind of shifted in accordance to like how far you got in the game. Mm, something sorely lacking in this game. Right. <laughs> let's get to that <laughs> let's get to that so funky restaurant you start the game and it's pretty straightforward you ha- you see a restaurant you tap on it and then <laughs> it gets you immediately into this mode of pull this hand that's holding your food and let go and as soon as you do that uh you kind of toss whatever object that you had on your hand usually a food item uh into what looks like you know you know in prices right Go on. Uh, there's a game called Plinko. I did not know that. There is you. You drop like a little shuffle puck down, mm. and it goes like boom, 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 down like these slots, yes. and then at the bottom, randomly or arbitrarily fall into like a hundred dollar slot or like a one thousand dollar slot, and then you get the according number. Mm. It's like that, but like a hundred times more simple. So <laughs> you're throwing your food pie, food object into one of those top slots, but it goes straight down. And when it goes straight down, it falls on a platform where you assume it's like some waiter that's holding this platform. Mm-hmm. That's my assumption too. And then uh, as soon as you land it properly, it, it goes down and you've essentially won for that. It, it is a success. Yeah, let's not dwell too long on how a waiter with one hand gets a tray that covers multiple slots for food delivery. <laughs> this is essentially food golf. Yeah. The ball is a food. It's like angry birds with food. Angry foods. <laughs> right? You're you're tossing the food using like a slingshot maneuver, also like a golf maneuver. Yeah. Um to the appropriate slot. Occasionally these slots will be empty, meaning that if you don't aim your food properly, it's gonna fall between one of the slots. Oh no. And if that happens, your round is essentially over. I would like to say there's more to the gameplay than that. But that's pretty much it. That is pretty much it. (laughs) Uh, Occasionally, letters from the word funky will appear in various slots. And if you can can golf hole your food into that slot, then you claim that letter. Once you spell out funky, 
Then an awful thing happens where a disco ball comes from the ceiling, the music gets worse, and you get a whole bunch of unlimited plays. It kind of feels a little bit like when all the servers come out and sing happy birthday to you at TGI Fridays. This is a terrible thing that you want to stop as soon as possible. And yeah, so then you become invincible and can sling as much food wherever you want and you won't lose a turn. Uh, let's talk about the much promoted restaurant empire building element of the game. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that could have been a place where they really expanded. That's what I was excited about. Yeah. From the app description, I thought, ooh, okay, what a great idea. Combining some like fun arcadey levels with perhaps a bit of strategy mm -hmm. around how you like create more restaurants and like right like i think there was something park, good about but for restaurants yeah like i feel they did a little bit in terms of making the restaurant look different i think your chef kind of no your chef doesn't change because that's another upgrade that you can make where you change the chef and it's essentially just like a different skin on your chef that allows you to throw <laughs> different foods but i think the food that you don't throw put a different skin on your chef <laughs> is regulated by the type of restaurant that you have and the type of restaurant that you have is upgradable by the amount of coins that you get. And you get coins by making sure that your shots um, land on the food tray hands properly. Well, actually, you get two things every time you score something in the food hole. You get XP and you get coins. So right. I went a little bit deep on this. So let me, let me explain how I think this works. You level up by increasing your XP. So at certain levels, you then unlock new restaurants, which you can buy with coins. Coins you can also spend on chefs, on new skins for your chef. <laughs> Much like uh, Silence of the Lambs. I, I shall wear a new skin. <laughs> and each time you unlock a chef, you also get extra XP. You'll see on the character screen, you get like an extra 10 or up to 100 XP. In summary... Getting more XP unlocks new restaurants. Coins allow you, allows you to then buy those restaurants mm -hmm. and buy new chef skins. Yeah. Coming soon to, soon to a store near you, <laughs> chef skins. Chef skins, where are your favorite chef? And that's it. That's the Empire Building right there, which that, is very disappointing. That is pretty much it. Like I was, What I was hoping for as you gain these new restaurants, I was kind of hoping that there would be different platforms in which you throw the food. Yeah, so they're hoping the gameplay would change even a little bit. Yeah, but... By and large, nothing really changes. Um, and it seems like it's all just eye candy and not and it really seems to mechanics. Have, oh, yeah, it seems to be a lot of mistakes. Not mistakes, but just like missed opportunities. Like it seems like I don't even think the food you put out is actually related to the type of restaurant you have. Yeah. Like I, I had, I've got a burger restaurant and currently I'm about to throw some sushi. Yeah. And a fish. Like it's really disappointing in that there seems to be no correlation between the actual restaurant theme and then the food you put out. Oh, I'm uh, putting out some steamed buns in my hamburger restaurant. It's just very strange. I really wish they'd kind of doubled down on like the theme idea a little bit more. Right. Or, or some variability into like how the food travels. Right. Cause yeah, I was trying to, uh, do you think there's a difference no. between the types of food and how in the physics of how they fly? No, I feel like they all flew exactly the same way, which is kind of good because there are some hard shots like, um, so when those waiters are particularly persnickety and will only have two food holes, right? Open, so, I will so only take food from these two holes. There are eight slots, right? Like eight slots that you can essentially throw your food into. Let's call them food holes. <laughs> food holes. And uh, the waiter hand platforms 
occupy it's a tray, right? There's a tray. They're putting it on yeah, a tray. The trays um, occupy a variable amount of those slots. Usually, you know, like one tray will occupy four of those food slots. Food holes. Food holes. <laughs> and another tray will occupy two, which leaves you like a gap of two in between, right? So you got to make sure you align it and toss it correctly so that the food lands on the tray properly. And sometimes like there will be a food, uh, a tray that only occupies one food hole, um, which is a trickier shot, right? And I purposely try and go for those because Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, improve my skills as a food tosser. Who doesn't? (laughs) That that sounds like a British slang for someone. God, it's all right, food tosser. And but it doesn't. It doesn't actually give you any extra XP for making those shots. It does have uh like it does seem to sometimes be one, sometimes two, sometimes three. But yes, you're right. It seems to be largely arbitrary yeah. whether you get one, two, or three. Oh, is it the precision of the shot? Like if if you get nothing but net, as the basketball players would say, you get higher XP, whereas if it kind of bounds off the edge, you just get the one. I oh. have no idea. I don't know. Like I that was not evident to me. Mm, okay. Anyway, if if that mechanic was there, it wasn't clear to me and it wasn't I feel like I wasn't rewarded appropriately for those things. <laughs> Welcome to the life things. of a chef, just not being <laughs> rewarded appropriately. How many restaurants did you open, Sam? Uh I, I actually lost all progress. Oh, what a shame. Because I accidentally I accidentally deleted the app. I was because <laughs> now I'm on the sixty four I believe you jiggly bits phone. Mm. And I was trying to make space because sixty four who owns Mm. How can you have a 64 gigabyte phone these days? You got to make some choices. I got to make some choices. And I deleted Funky Restaurant by accident. And oh, it occurs to me that perhaps you have a new rating scale. Did Sam delete the <laughs> app from his phone? Did Sam delete the game from his phone to make space in seven days or not? Uh... <laughs> but it should save. Did you sign in with Game Center? So it should uh, sync your achievements. Okay. I have. Unlocked 50 throws. <laughs> okay, good, good. Uh, well, I'm on level 11. I unlocked 200 throws. I've opened three restaurants, currently mm. upgraded to a maximum something or other. Maximum flavor. My restaurants all have maximum flavor. Nice. Because, you know, I've spent my life in search of flavor. You're the Guy Fieri of mobile games. <laughs> That's right. I, I love flavor. I am chasing level 12, where I can open my fourth restaurant. Mm. It looks to be a cupcake shop from the outside, but no doubt will serve sushi and uh, raw fish. <laughs> so I do yeah. believe that I did unlock level five restaurant, which was the Italian one. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. And that is where yeah, I stopped. Yeah. Uh, how many chefs did you unlock? Oh, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. I don't uh, think I unlocked any of them. Uh, I think I unlocked, let's see, oh, it doesn't actually say, but basically when... They start costing 2,000 coins. I kind of gave up. Right. But I've got four or five. I've got maybe 10. Oh, um, nice. Some of the characters are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like there's a Donnie. It's quite <laughs> funny. This reminds me a bit of Bow Masters where you could kind of guess who the characters are based on. Right. And then um, Lucas, who I think is Gordon Ramsay because he has that pencil behind his ear. He's oh, wearing right. the Master Chef robes. <laughs> so that's quite good. And then... I mean, there's a cheese, there's a mouse, maybe from Ratatouille. Mm. You know, so I quite like some of the character designs. Yeah, quite, and they're cute. Fun. They're quite distinct and unique. Um, but they have absolutely no bearing on the gameplay. Yeah. 
which is uh, I like the one that's called Spring, which obviously looks like Vivaldi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was known for, not only just for writing concertos, but also um, he loved cake. He also wrote the Four Seasons. And he made a cake for each of them. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to the three by threes, Edwin. My first good point. A mildly entertaining arcade game. I'll... I played it. I played it a bunch. You know, I got. I unlocked my two hundred throws. I unlocked some restaurants. It fits into that. Oh, I just need a mindless five minutes on the subway. Little little niche in mm-hmm. my life. It was pretty good. Okay, <laughs> that's. <laughs> I will. I will plus one that. I'll say that it is a very simple gameplay that anyone can really get into. You know, when I think of possible mobile games that my wife would like, like I think she would actually not mind this at all as something that she could just like kind of waste time with on her commute. Is that, is that her uh, baseline requirement for games? I think she likes games where you don't have to really think about it. Yeah. But just like eye candy. And I think there are ways that you can, you know, the ways that like the different restaurants are set are good enough goals where even if you just play passively, you can attain them and feel nice little sense of accomplishments. Yeah. Um, So in that sense, it's, you know, a very complete game that you can play for free. It's nice. I did pay to unlock the ads or remove mm. the ads. Yeah, and I think, you know, you should. Um, I didn't because I didn't really feel like it really got into the way of me enjoying the game. But had I played it longer, I think, yeah, I totally would have paid for the, the, the ads. One ninety nine to unlock. Um, my second point, very cute art style. Um, normally, I feel a lot of these games try to emulate a different type of art style and just doesn't persist all throughout. I think from the buttons to the icons and the buttons to the restaurants, to the food, um, everything is sort of in theme uh, and nothing really stands out as being odd or ridiculous. Uh, Much like I think the other game, what was that? Mask of the Tomb of the Mask or something like that. Tomb of the Mask. Had like a really good pixel look, but some of the menus just kind of broke that style and took you out of it. Right. Like this persists all throughout. Or Aries virus. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And yeah, it's just like the nice little complete package art style that, you know, was well thought out. Yeah. And I will say the come the characters are kind of fun. Yeah. Once you kind of start thinking about them, I go, oh, okay, yeah. Right. And there are lots of them. There are tons of them. Yeah. Right. That's it. I'm dry. Bad points. I have thrown all my good points out of the kitchen and into the food hole. Speaking of throwing, this is a very repetitive game. Correct. It's it's repetitive to a point where I ask myself, like, why am I playing this? It's kind of a refre- re- reflection on life, really. <laughs> what are you doing with your life, Sam? Why am I on this commute? Why am I on this <laughs> yeah. bus? Why am I going to work? I could open a restaurant. So much easier than this. Mm. 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 Yeah, this reminded me a lot of Burger by Philip Stollenmeyer. Right. Well, let me expand more. Because Burger was delightful and addicting in a way that this is not. And delicious. And juicy <laughs> <laughs> no but burger Do you know what i mean like it was actually it was very simple similar mechanics yeah there was also a timing based element in there um because like a patty would slide down onto your frying pan right which you would then sizzle and then flip it onto a bun and then the point in the game was to make the biggest hamburger you could right with the most patties the tallest yeah and that was fantastic that was so cute and fun and then like there'd be crazy different burgers crazy different meats uh, there like it was like a pineapple burger. There was even more crazy ones like the London Bridge burger. It was just delightful, and the, I kind of just missed all any sense of that in this game. Even right. though it felt like they were trying to get it, it just became 
repetitive. Yeah, like the thing about Burger, and I don't want to, I don't want to keep comparing it to another game, but Burger, I felt it was very simplistic initially, but then the more you played it, the more you sort of saw the different tactics, right? Right. Like I don't know if this actually had a bearing, but the longer that you cooked the burger before you flipped it, I felt like had some effect. <laughs> right. Um, and you want to make sure that stack is neat because otherwise it will start tilting and sliding. Um, so there are lots of things that you have to consider. And I felt in the long run, it kind of lended itself for like a deeper gameplay, right? There was sort of a meta gameplay that you were playing for. For this, I really didn't see that. Like it was just repetitive in a way where I didn't feel like I was necessarily building on any sort of strategy. Sure, there was like that that spelling out the funky thing. Um, but even then, funky, like funky. it didn't make me care enough to try for that. Most of the time. Right. And the reward was more of the same. Right. Exactly. And I think there was a huge opportunity and for them to build a lot of variation into the different restaurants that you unlocked. But yeah. Yeah. It just became repetitive. Yeah. Yeah. Like different food holes or. Yeah. Or moving food holes. Yeah. Or on the side instead of on the bottom or Mm -hmm. on the top. I don't know. Right. Or like bounce on a trampoline first. Or just like foods being heavier or yeah. There is, I think there's lots of opportunity. Next bad point, Edwin. Uh, all of the chef skins and restaurant skins are purely cosmetic. Mm. Again, I guess this is pretty similar to the previous point, right? Like they kind of missed out on the variability and the funness of new characters and new restaurants, which actually just didn't make a difference to the gameplay at all. Right. Yeah. Um, another thing that got tiring was the audio. So I turned that right off as soon as it started. I'm like, no, nope. Yeah. um, (laughs) I'm not one to usually turn off that because I want to get the full experience of the game. This is great. That's why it's such a great co-host. And it got tiring very quickly because it was the same loop that wasn't spliced neatly together. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why that matters to me, but that's just another like little point where if you're going to create a loop, like make sure that loop is seamless. (laughs) And if you're going to create a loop... (laughs) have some variation at least on the opportunities where you have different levels in different restaurants and every time you got in a food item into a food hole it had this like really weird like oh yeah <laughs> or there was like a clapping right applause or ah, a little yeah. girl going yeah and that got tiring so quickly as well almost made like a Pavlovian response that you didn't want to get the food in the food hole just <laughs> right. so you didn't hear this sound effect oh yeah uh, the much ballyhooed restaurant empire building is just collecting coins. Mm. I was disappointed by that. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I yeah. think that's all I have to say yeah. as well. Yeah. I think uh, overall as a negative, like it wasn't really the deep gameplay that I'm hoping for in these type of, you know, usually even if it's these simplistic games, there is an extra little hook that allows you to, you know, it's that hook that makes you keep on playing it. And, and I just didn't find this final seven day rating. Edwin. I'm going to give it a four. So I played it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'd recommend this necessarily. You know what? For a fun arcade game, free to play. Yeah, I played it a bunch. It was fine. I probably won't be playing it after this week though. Yeah, I played it for two days. I felt like I got the essence of what the game was in two days. The chef essence. <laughs> the essence. The jus of the game. <laughs> And yeah, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, like I feel even with those two days, I got pretty much what this game has to offer and I moved on. Yeah. Yep. Much like a chef trying <laughs> out a new restaurant. <laughs>
Edwin, are you ready for a new game? Oh, please, yes. So, I kind of promised that we would remain in the theme of board games. Uh, You're allowed to break your promise. And I, for some reason, that's when I recommended Aries Virus, which is 100% not like a board game. <laughs> okay. It just kind of looked like one because it had like that top-down look. Yep. But I'm going to recommend you or suggest an actual digital board game type game. Mm, okay. I'm intrigued. Tell Edwin, me more. You have seven days to play Armello. Okay. A- is that a R- DJ? M. <laughs> yeah. He's, a, cousin, he he's a distant cousin to Marshmallow. <laughs> There's Marsh and R. <laughs> and their cousin, Armello. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Armello. Board game brought to life. Armello is by A League of Geeks. Mm, Let me name. read you the description. Armello is a grand swashbuckling adventure combining three styles of play, deep tactics of card games, the rich strategy of turn-based tabletop board games, and the adventure of fantastical RPGs. Ooh, strong opening sentence. Mm-hmm. Easy to play but hard to master, Armello is easy to pick up and experience, yet its deep strategy-centric gameplay emerges as you play. Includes acclaimed story-driven tutorial mode. Oh, Sam's excited by that. <laughs> Please give me a story-driven tutorial mode. <laughs> right, a board game come to life. We've spent years cherry-picking the best parts of the tabletop experience. Like our physics, at based dice. Okay, all right. Yeah. This is interesting. So, Armello has been around on the PC for a while. Okay. Um, I think this is actually recent that it got available on the mobile phone. I knew it was available on the iPad. But I actually don't know when it got available, when it was available for the iPhones. Um, it says, considering the version history, maybe like five months ago. Yeah. All right, fun. You have seven days to play. Armello. Armello. A board game brought to life. <laughs> Before we go, things of the week? Yeah. So, you know me, I watch movies on dad time, which usually means three to six months after the, the theatrical release. Right. As soon as you can buy them. And you don't have to go to the movie theater. I'm on them, baby. Yeah. I think I've adopted a similar, a similar system, even though I'm not a dad. Mm, not yet. It's just lazy. <laughs> so I've recently watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, it's very good. Yeah. I, was, I have seen it too. Yeah. Because it, it is now available to buy on uh, I'm watching the comfort of your own home. Right. Super excellent. Um, I didn't think I'd, I would enjoy it as much. I heard rumors of people saying how good it was. I always thought, you know, surely it's an exaggeration. And I like to keep my expectations very low when it comes to watching movies. Um, But yeah, totally enjoyed it. I watched it uh, during my business trip to Stockholm. (laughs) That is always a good time to watch movies. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I feel like it kind of fell into the similar bucket as Paddington 2. Mm. Which everyone says is great, yet I had a hard time believing. And I still not watched it. I have watched Spider-Man and yeah. That yeah, that's good. Paddington 2 is actually next on my list. It got mm. like top 10 Dude, crazy about it. movie of the year for a lot of like really, uh, for a lot of people that I actually admire. <laughs> right. So there must be something to it. Yeah. Uh, I did what, watch it. You, a- you watch it for me and then let me know if I need to see it. Okay. Okay. I will. That's yeah. Next on my list. Although my kids don't want to watch it because they're scared of the bear. Oh. Yeah. Something about Semi-realistic CG bears. Yeah. Mm, kind of. Who love they're... marmalade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty scary right there. 
What about you? Things of the week. Uh, True Detective wrapped up the third season, I think, since we last spoke about it. Oh. And I recommend it. It's very good. Very enjoyable. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Mm. Sam, you're now permitted to watch it. Great. In case you weren't before. I was holding off. Yeah. Just so you know. Is it going to finish well? Right. So I have just recently downloaded HBO again on my phone because I was saving space. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I've been debating like what I should start with, whether it's going to be True Detective or Mm. Leaving Neverland. I think I'm going to go with True Detective first. (laughs) Yeah, I'm putting a pin in Leaving Neverland. Like, I just, that needs an important story to be told, but I'm not sure I quite want to watch it. Right. Just yet. I just don't know know if it's going to make me feel good about life at all. I don't see how it can. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On that note, Edwin, you have seven days to play. (laughs) Hopefully, make me feel better. Armello. Armello. I like the tiger with a crown. Looks that... a little bit like um, the Jungle Book. Mm. Shia Khan. Yeah, the art style is actually really fantastic. Um, I was playing a little bit of it, and it looks like there is a really strong emphasis on making things look very pretty. Mm. It's great. I'm excited. Um, quick bonus thing of the week. We have been playing a bunch of Sentinels of the Multiverse. No oh boy. Which I'm, still, which I'm very much enjoying. Like, the interface is still a little bit bonkers, but I'm enjoying the underlying gameplay. Yeah, I, I joined uh, a session with you with my iPad, and the experience was 500 times better on the iPad. Yeah. But still super janky. Like, I think... So I played a little bit of Armello, spoilers. <gasps> but I think you'll get a sense of what I mean mm. when it means to think of a, a game even if it's a board game, to think of it as a digital experience first. Right, rather than literally a card game on a screen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look forward to discussing that and so much more next week on 7 Days to Play. 7 Days to Play! 7 Days to Play!